I'd be terrified. Right. Can you imagine a bear that's riding a horse? That's my knee. Can you imagine? Can you imagine a bear and like you get pulled over by the bear police and he sort of comes over and he, he has like the, the meekest like Mike Tyson voice. He's like, "Sir, can I see your license and registration, please?" Well, I would expect it because he's Canadian. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Straight Red. I am, of course, your host, Jeff Ross. And with me, as always, mm. licensed proctologist Alex S. Kibler. It would have been funnier if you how said about pro- them butts. Uh, it would have been funny if you said proctologists correctly. What, it would have been. What would you do if I actually had a family full of proctologists? I'd be impressed. You'd become from a family of doctors. Yeah. That's not what you were saying 10 seconds ago. It's about butts. Don't don't listen. No, no, I was asking how about them butts. If you're a proctologist, that'd be your business. If you're a proctologist, butts your business. Let me okay, more serious question. Okay. If it's a serious job, by the way. If it is. But if you are a Oh, what's a good one? Oh, okay. So if you're a male gynecologist. A manicologist? Yes. How does that affect your Do you you, you, don't bring wonder, your work, you don't bring your work You home. don't bring your work you don't bring home. Your work That's home. what I'm getting to here. You don't bring your... So, in all scenarios, whether you're a bud doctor or a vagina doctor, yeah. you're looking at the gross ones, because you're a doctor. You see the bad ones. I no longer want to be part of this conversation. Well, here we are. <laughs> here, here we are. Here we are. Here we are, indeed. Butt doctor. <laughs> yeah. I have a friend who's a proctologist. How do you... At what point in your medical career do you say, you know what, I want to focus on butts? Right before your residency. Do you really like pick that, or does someone, or are all the good you ones taken? It. You pick it, right? Are all the good ones taken? And then maybe you that's a good one. Get stuck with butt doctors. Always getting stuck with butt doctors. I Speaking mean, of butts, yeah, New York City FC played. We did. Yeah. We? You were out there? You laced them no, up? No, not you at laced all. laced them up, kids? Not at all. I mean, no one beats us 12 times. Listen, it's <laughs> weird. <laughs> That's true. No we're, one has. We're, we're on top of the world right about now. Why is that, Alex S. Kibler? I mean, we won a game. You know, something that, that every other team does with somewhat some regularity. Every other team in the league has done it more often than New York City That's FC true. Has. That's a, that's a, That's a correct statement. You know what's amazing, too, is... The the broadcast. I don't know how many people watch the match. The broadcast team for yes, you know, it's it's based out of New York. Um, couldn't be bothered to make it down to Philadelphia. Yeah, they couldn't take a train or a bus. Yeah, so or many a short great, drive. really obvious green screens and all this kind of stuff. Oh, really? I oh, didn't yeah, watch it. It's tremendous. But the best part was because the goal, the Patrick Mullins goal at the end of the game, the, the game winner, yeah, 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 was so quickly after uh, a pretty good play at that end, and it was off a throw-in, it was immediately off a throw-in, they completely missed the call. Completely missed it. So the local broadcast in New York missed the game-winning yeah, goal call. They missed it. So it was like, oh, that was a great play by so-and-so, and they cut back, and their celebrations, they because that's it. the first shot that was on TV, and there was literally 20 seconds of silence. It was just 20 seconds of silence. And they were like, 
And the winning goal is scored by Patrick Mullins. Yay! Wow. Tremendous stuff. Wow. Tremendous so stuff. So the budget for the Yes Network broadcast does not include a, a $25 Megabus ticket. Some might call it a pittance. Yes. Wow. But here's the thing. This is the Tell beginning. Tell us the thing. This is the beginning of a, a fairly good month for NYCFC. You you have all right. I'm paying attention. You you have winnable games this month is what I'm trying to say. You you, you do have Toronto in mid month and that's going to be tough. But that being said, yeah. and you have Red Bulls at the end of the month, but their form is not great. Red Bull they lost yeah, again but this week. They'll get up for that game. You would assume so. But you have a chance to make headway in a very very weak Eastern Conference this weekend. I mean this this month you can do if you play well and you take you know. 10 or 9 or 10 of the possible 12 points this month. You're sitting pretty in the I, east. I agree with you, but they don't even have 9 points now, do they? Are they at they 10? They do. They have 11. Oh my goodness. Double digit points for the first so they time have in to history. Double the amount of points they have this month. Hey, I think it, that could happen. It's mathematically possible. It yes. is. It is. So you're playing Montreal, which I would say is actually an unknown quantity right it now. It is an unknown quantity. That's a great point. They have what was it again? 72 games in hand. They have <laughs> not played any MLS league games. Yeah. They haven't started their season. Are you aware of this? Uh, yes. So we just don't truly know who they are. Yeah. Toronto FC is suddenly a force in nature. They are. They're playing really well, and we have to go to BMO Field to play them. So I'm not looking for... I mean, you get a draw there, you're playing really well. In front of potentially 30,000 fans. Yeah. Now, the real question becomes, though, if... And we'll get to the Gold Gold Cup preliminary roster Mm -hmm. later on in the podcast, Mm -hmm. but... Mm If you get to the end of the month, you're talking about potentially being missing mixed discarood before the game against Red Bulls on the 28th of June. 28th, yeah. So you you kind of have to because there's a there there's a friendly that uh, on July the third. Yeah, remind me, are we playing Ecuador or something? I think it's Guatemala, and and so I we feel need bad. to. I got my Central American. Countries yeah, you confused. did. So and so we have I'm gonna to get a letter. You you may. It'll be mailed. Uh, that's odd. They don't have an address. Um, oh, he did it, ladies and gentlemen. Send all your hate mail to at <laughs> Alex Eskibler on Twitter. So I'm just saying there are points to be won this month if you're NYCFC. Absolutely. So we can sort of be optimistic from there, I guess. Um, Absolutely. I, I agree with you 100%. I will give New York City FC this credit. They did win a game. They won their first away game in their history. Uh, against a team that they also lost to on that same field. So yeah, good yeah. for them, turning around in form. Maybe that's what they need. They need to play everybody twice in the same exact scenario, and they'll get a win half of the time. And it's a solid result against a team, that a Philly team that had beaten Columbus 3-0 at home just days <sighs> Hash, prior. Hashtag new crew. Letting you know. down, man. Yeah, I don't know what's going on over there. Yeah. The, that If I remember correctly, the Chicago, talking about midweek games, the Chicago-DC match on, on June the 3rd, my birthday, was 1-0 at halftime for Chicago. Yeah. And then DC, that's all they yeah, did. Yeah. DC came back. DC remembered that their DC United is what happened. Yes, they got, exactly. Like they got a memo or a text. I think they got a numeric page. They probably did get a numeric page. Remember also, when pagers were a thing? I do. We're both old enough for that. Yeah. I, I knew a guy that had one. We were in this brief period of time, pre-cell phones being everywhere. Yeah. But suddenly, like, people our age had pagers? It was really weird. Yeah. And it only lasted, I'd say, like three years. Yeah. Then, You're older than me, I mean, first of all. So don't don't let me in with, you know. We're in the same generation. 
debatable. I'm 73 <laughs> and you're 30. The best thing about same generation. The best thing about being 30 is that you can act 40 and no one cares. That's 100% true. I've been acting 40 for years, but now that I'm 30 people are like, "Ah, he's old." It's great. He's old. I get it. Watch HGTV, drink red boxed wine. People say, yeah, that should it's be It's tremendous. Life. It's going really well. One hey, of remember su- last oh, week how oh, we said ahead. that the Sunday matches were going to be like the world's oh, worst? pile of garbage. You know what they were? They were really bad. Oh, they were bad. Two bad nil-nil games. draws. Yeah. That's RSL home against Colorado. Oh. No one cares. Oh. Uh, sorry, RSL fans. And then the, the, the melee, the Peckinpah-esque melee that is the San Jose FC Dallas match ended... With three straight red cards. That's on brand. They're helping us out. He made a Sam Peckinpah I did. reference. That is, I think for I most... also stole that joke from Alec Baldwin. Okay. Because I didn't think you could come up with that. I couldn't. Are you familiar with his filmography? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. That's such an obscure reference. Yeah. Two people will understand yeah. what you're talking about. I watched... Um, Both I, of those games are boring. This is not Peck and Pop, of course, but I watched no, A not. Fistful of Dollars for the first time. Yeah. Everyone's seen the famous, you know, The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly. Tremendous movie. I recommend it highly. Those movies are actually quite entertaining. They are really good. There's a reason why they're still talked about. Yeah. The, fil- the, the cinematography is tremendous. Really Beautiful good. films. Yeah. Uh, filmed in Spain. Yes. But made by an Italian crew. Yes. Anyway, these games were boring. They were terrible. But there was one with three straight reds. Yes. There were some... Overall, at MLS this week, there were some questionable uh, calls Whole around weekend. the league. So, I mean... Whole weekend. You know, par for the course. Let me just go through the rest of the scores around the league here really quickly. Montreal 2, Vancouver 1. That was on Wednesday as well. Battle for Canada. Battle for Canada. Who knows what Montreal is right now? And frankly, after starting, you know, coming out gangbusters as Van- with Vancouver, kind of fallen by the wayside. Although they did get a great result this weekend. We'll get to that. Um, we're going to get to the USA results a little bit later on. Are we? It's yes, we forever. are. Houston Dynamo 4, uh, New York Red Bulls 2. That was on Friday night. That was a good game. It was. It was Back a good and game. Back and forth. Open game. Which is what you want on a Friday night. I think we're starting, and and I know I've been saying this since preseason, I think we're starting to see what Owen Coyle's Houston Dynamo really are. They are entertaining to watch. They are fun. They're not quite at like the Seattle level of entertaining, but they are Those Texas teams are a blast to watch, man. They really are. Uh, DC United won Toronto FC 2. That was an RFK. Javinko. That kid. That kid can play. Kid can play. Now, I don't know if you know this from a statistical standpoint, Mm. but at this point last season... Jermaine Defoe actually had more goals than Javinko does right now. But I feel like Javinko's playing better than Jermaine Defoe is playing right now. Oh, uh, undoubtedly. J- uh, Jermaine had 10 goals right now, and I believe Javinko is at 7. Yeah, yeah. But Javinko is... He's, he's making goals happen where they shouldn't be happening. Well, and you know that he's giving 100% every week, and that's something that you couldn't really have said is. about Jermaine Defoe. Really. He really, really is. Columbus won Montreal 2. That Hashtag was, new crew let me down again. Yeah, I mean, you, you need to get off that bandwagon in a damn Montreal hurry. Montreal 2 wins, same week. That's amazing. Good stuff from Montreal. And they have all those games in hand, too, man. They have 705 games It's going to be hand. crazy. Chicago 2, Orlando 3. That was a crazy game. Crazy game. But if you want a fun game to watch, go back and watch this game like this midweek. Oh. It's, it, it was a really fun game to watch. This was a game that Chicago had won, by the way. Very much so. But um, Orlando, you can't sleep on Orlando. No. Those lions will come roaring back. Thank you, everybody. That's it for me tonight. It was a back and forth. I, I hated that. I was. It was a back and forth match. I mean, you had 30 total shots. So, I mean, you know there was fun on the field that night. So, please go back and watch that if you want a game to watch. 
Uh, Sporting KC at home, 1-0 over Seattle Sounders. Shocking. I know. I was shocked. But you never know what you're going to get out of Sporting. You really don't. I mean, you don't see them. But that's another team you can't can't let up on that team. Exactly. Because they can be a giant killer. Yes, they can. Any game. Yeah. Any game. Speaking of which, mm. Portland 2, New England nil. Oh, I man. was surprised by that result, but hat tip to Portland. Portland Portland has very quietly, once again, put Sp- together several good results. They're really. putting together some wins, and we're early enough in the season that that yeah. moves you into playoff contention. My favorite score of the weekend. Why is LA, that? LA Galaxy nil. Get out Vancouver of my house. Whitecaps won. I don't want to hear about it. When your team loses, everyone wins. Um, I don't know. Well, then that means we've all been winning for some time with New York. Fair enough. That's a good point. I'm loving it. We had to pay McDonald's All of the aforementioned league games and their score lines aside. Hello. There's more important business to attend to. I got a question for you, Alex. Yes. Of every country in the world. Yes. Which one would you say is your favorite? It's a tough one. Do you I'm need a, a fan of Liechtenstein. As I know, the principality of Liechtenstein. That's a fair point. But I would have to say these United States of America. Bold pick. Bold pick. Now, my understanding in the game everyone else calls football, but we call soccer, us uh, and Australia. Yeah. We're ranked something like 26th or 27th. Yeah, you know, solid. Solid. You know, Not top, top 30 team. Yeah, that's, that's okay. Team. Well, we had a couple of games. Had a couple of friendlies. Against some top-notch opponents. Yeah, you uh, know. No, 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 no. We had a game against Netherlands. They're ranked number six. We had a game against Germany. You may have heard of them. They won the World Cup. They're ranked number one. Yes. Now, going into this, yeah. I, of course, am a homer. I always pick the United States to win. I don't care. Smart. But, I mean, you but know. the smart, the true smart money, not smart, <laughs> is, is back-to-back losses, right? Yeah. Now, what would oh, have been easily. a respectable scoreline for a loss for the United States against the Netherlands? Against the Netherlands, would be respectable. You'd walk away and say, "Hey, we were in this game. You know, we can hang our, we can walk out of here with pride." Knowing you're in Klinsman, I would say, you know, if you if you lose two one or like three two, you're you're fighting in the game and you're attacking, which is what Jurgen wants. That's right. a good result. That's a good result. I think so. So we went to Amsterdam Arena. Yeah, uh, capital A is on both sides of Arena. By the way, what? The, the official spelling of Amsterdam Arena, the yeah. word Arena, has a capital A at the front and a capital A at the end. The first A is capitalized and the last A is capitalized, like Metallica. Like Metallica. <laughs> we went into Amsterdam <laughs> Arena yeah. to yeah. play the Netherlands, a solid team. Yes. The 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 originator of total football. Yeah. We walked out of there. Well, so the- first of all, you Wait. know it, it it was it bode it bode well for us that the when a guy closed. named Memphis scored in the fifty third minute for the Netherlands. I don't know if you're aware of this, Gingers. Yeah. Memphis is in the United States. It is. At least the best one is. Yeah. There might that's be right, more. Egypt. You've been called out. I'm calling you out. There is an ancient Memphis in Egypt. Yeah, I'm aware. That's what he's talking You're not about. the only smart person. But yeah, so 3-1 in the 53rd minute. And I have to tell you, not a surprising scoreline. No, of course not. 3-1. Netherlands is strong. So much attacking talent on the Netherlands. Very much so. This was very much a defense-optional game. And I, you know, the way we were playing, though, in the second half, I'm like, we might be able to get out of here 3-2. Yeah, sure. That was a, you know. 3-2. I wouldn't be happy with it. Once again, respectable scoreline. Respectable scoreline. And then John Brooks. John Anthony Brooks. Pardon me. Makes. Hold on, before we get into that. Do you guys remember John Anthony Brooks? 
You may. He scored a goal before. Uh huh. Against Ghana, if I remember correctly. I'm pretty sure that was in the World Cup. That goal beat Ghana. It did. A team that for some reason we just could not beat. It also turned Taylor Twelman into Mariah Carey. If you heard the the, the call there. Oh, the call. Yeah. It was yeah. great. Oh! That was terrifying. I think so, too. The Mariah dog does up. way better than that. <laughs> you would hope so, sir. She's a Grammy Award winner. Makes How a, dare you? Anyway, John Brooks makes a charging 60-yard run, finishes basically in the six-yard box as a center back, takes possession in midfield. Beautiful sequence. Beautiful sequence. And then you're thinking, you know what? This is doing pretty well. Yeah, now, now we, got, we have that 3-2. Yeah, we're doing all right. We have that 3-2. We've got a hero scoring, yeah. which I love to see. Yeah. And nah, nah, I'm still not happy with it, but, but uh, yeah, I can walk out of here with 3-2 out of Amsterdam Arena. Capital yeah. A on both sides. We're talking happiness right there. Really, 100%. But the game wasn't over, Alex Kibler. No. And if I were to list the top 20 players that I thought was going to score the game-tying goal after uh-huh. being two goals down in Amsterdam uh-huh. Arena, Danny Williams would be number 50. That seems fair. Danny Williams plays for Reading. Yeah, he does. I don't know what division they're in, but it's not I high. Think they're back in the championship. <laughs> Maybe. Good for you guys. Congratulations, Reddick. Congratulations. Danny Williams has also not played for the United States for about two years. Yeah. Now that goal took a deflection, certainly. But it counted. It still counts. And it counts as his. So we're tied 3 3. Yes. Great result. John Champion, then, with one of the phrases of the century. Mm hmm. Surely it can't get better than 3 3. Which As I, they're charging forward. But but I have to agree with him. Yeah, I agree. I have to agree with him. That's a great result for the United States versus the Netherlands. Oh, We're right, like 26. They're sixth. We're in Amsterdam. You walk out of there, 3-3? Three, three? That's more offense than we've shown in ages. But you know what? Michael Bradley said, nah, man. Michael Bradley, yes. Michael Bradley, Michael Bradley, right now, if we're talking about international performance, if we're talking about international Ooh. performance, might be one of the top five best midfielders in the, in the, on the planet right now. Oh, yeah. I, he's playing out of his mind for his country. Oh, yeah. And you, have, you, you so often see the flip side of that, where a player who is a maestro for their club Just isn't can't, getting it done. can't get it done in the, in the national team shirt. Hello, Wayne Rooney? Hello? Yeah, indeed. But who is there to tap at home but Bobby Wood? Bobby Wood! Bobby Wood, the the darling of the MLS subreddit, Bobby Wood! Bobby Wood, the pride of Hawaii, the best thing to come out of Hawaii since the pineapple, Bobby Wood! The Hawaiian Pele, if you will, scores a game-winning goal... In Again, Amsterdam. In Amsterdam. Now, Bobby now, Wood now, can't wait. get minutes in second division Germany. Right. And he's scoring game-winning goals against Netherlands. I think he'd be a good strike partner for David V, if I'm totally honest. Here we go. Here we go. Bobby Wood is in a weird contract situation. Let's get right him now. over here, man. Let's I, do it. We might not be able to afford him. So we win. I just Versus don't, the Netherlands. I just don't know My what to do. My mind was blown. I just don't know My what to do. My mind was blown. After having 38% possession for that match. Didn't matter. You know how I Doesn't feel matter. about possession. Doesn't matter. Put Get the ball in the back of the net. That's all you need. You just yeah. need those goals. Now, so congratulations to the United States. And before we leave this game, I also want to say very professional, strong forwards finish from Giassi Zardes in this oh, match as well. Yes. I now, mean, as you know, as you know, Gingers, I've been on the Zardes bandwagon for years. Mm-hmm. And I've been singing his praises for ages. Now he finally scores a goal. That rhymed. That was great. You're welcome. Now <laughs> he finally scores a goal. 
yeah. and one that he it wasn't like oh a poach or something like he no, earned that's, that goal. That's a, that's a striker's goal. Beautiful strike. He had. Alan Shearer eat your heart out for that goal. I mean that's beautiful a great goal. goal. Yeah. So we walk out of Amsterdam Arena four three victors over the Dutch. I felt great. Yeah. We had to play Germany a few days later. And you know, it's but like... I, but with that pairing of games, I'm like, hey, I didn't think we were going to get any victories. I'll take, you know... I'll take one win and yeah, then a respectable course. loss to Germany. Yeah, yeah. You know, and, and this game started out... How I thought it would. Didn't look great, to didn't if I'm totally great. honest. Didn't look great. Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't great, if I'm, if I'm really being frank here. You know, but, you, but, but what do you expect? No, of course. It, you're, you're talking about a team in Germany that... Is, are the world champions who absolutely thrashed Brazil in the oh World Cup seven one? If for some reason you missed it that, it could game, have been ten one. If for some reason you missed that game, put that on, yeah, because that's what it looks like on the training ground. Exactly, it was like Brazil wasn't in that game. It was unbelievable. Now, is this team missing Manuel Neuer? Yes. Of are there a few players missing? But let but me we just got go some through real, the... we got some real people out here. No, oh yes. Let me go through some of these names here. Bastian Schweinsteiger. Nailing Andre Schurla. Here we go. Mesut Ozil. Not close. That's probably really bad, wasn't it? Mario Gutza. Mm, we were starting so strong. And subs by Sammy Kadir and Lucas Podolski. This is not a B team. This is not a B team. It might be an A minus team if it's A. But we started, uh, and we have to look at it from a U.S. perspective. We did not look good. We We were shaken, and we were, I think, awed by the German powerhouse. We were, and and you saw, you saw really uncharacteristic. Oh boy, hang on. You saw really uncharacteristically bad performances from Fabian Johnson. You saw characteristically bad performances from Timmy Chan. There it is. He doesn't like Timmy Chan. Why Chandler. is he here? I don't understand. I bet he's like lots of fun. He's got, like I said last week. He's got to make some really great cheese dip. Some some something or like he, people just like having him around. Yeah. Another sort of he's got a weird face. Mediocre, you know, outing from Aaron Johansson. It was kind of a touchy feely first. I mean, touch and go first half. But it's against Germany. Like, yeah, and they part- were rolling. I oh, mean, they were rolling. And you're seeing the German machine at yeah. work. And, yeah, and then you're watching this and saying like, yeah, they're a number one team. We're not even in the top twenty five. Yeah. This is kind of what you'd expect to see. Yeah. Now that I, being said, only Germany for the whole game only managed five shots on goal, so it five? wasn't as bad as it may have felt at times. It felt bad but you have to remember even in the world cup when we played germany we were able to hold back a lot of the german attack they yes. went crazy on brazil and they did well we held them back they did not go crazy on us so being down by one goal i, I wasn't that surprised and i'm like oh that's you know it's not that bad it's yeah. not that bad one nil loss is perfectly acceptable perfectly acceptable this is in germany i, I feel like we could have walked out of there one nil loss we'd all say okay fine yeah, I, okay, I think fine. that's fair. And we had the, we had the Netherlands win. Yeah, we could we're ride already that doing great. Hang we're your hat doing, on that. Hang your hat on that. Then what happened? Michael Bradley. Oh, I've heard of him. Plays a forty-yard diagonal ball, inch perfect to mix Discarude. <whistles> Chips the keeper right before the halftime. And frankly, against the run of play, and you're like, you know what? Mm-hmm. We stole one. Let's hold on the second half. Let's get a draw out of this. Let's thing. Get a draw. Let's walk out of here with a draw. A great result. I was going to say oh, respectable. A tremendous That's a result. great result for the United States. Yes. I want to mention yet again, Michael Bradley refuses to lose, which is great. That that I I cannot refuses to lose. Tell you uh, how Nicks much I love him. Put on his finishing boots. You yeah. might want to bring those back to New York. I would but certainly he put hope on. so. Yeah. But he put them on. 
finish it. 1-1 draw. I'm ecstatic. I was ecstatic at work about that. Like, 1-1 draw, and we had a win against the Netherlands? Yeah. Great. I'm, I, what my worry was is can we hold on to it? But, can we hold back the German attack? That was my concern. And one man walks on the field, and you, you, the suddenly the answer to that question is yes, and that man is Kyle Beckerman. I was having a conversation yeah. with our mutual friend Rick. Yes. About uh, a comparison between soccer and hockey. Rick's a big hockey fan. Flyers fan, if I recall. Big Flyers fan. Yeah. And how in both of these games, like, yes, obviously the person who has the ball, that's very important. Yes. In the case of hockey, the puck. But you can really tell the difference between a good team or good players and a bad team and bad players about what are they doing when they don't have it. Yeah. That's a great point. Kyle Beckerman is one of the few, Michael Bradley's one of these players as well, but one of the few players that we have that, like, they're working their whole shift. Yes. So when he's out there... Don't only watch when Kyle Beckerman has the ball. Look at how he's making passing lane options. Yeah. Look how he's just, he's a smart player. And his defensive positioning. His defensive position. He's cutting down all their options. He's one of the few players in the U.S. player pool that you watch him and you say, you know what? This guy understands the entire game as it's happening around him. I, I get why Jurgen loves him. And he's a guy who, frankly, doesn't have the best physical gifts in the world. No. He's not particularly fast. He's not that fast. He's not, he's not particularly not that big. Strong. Yeah. He simply knows he has honed his defensive midfield role skill to the point where it is razor sharp. Do we have a better defensive midfielder? No, certainly not. I mean, win healthy, win healthy. He had three misplayed passes the entire match. Second half. He only played the second half. But against Germany. Against Germany. Against Germany. So he comes in. Yes. Game changes on its head. Game changes. I think the United States were the better team in the second half. I, I'm just going to say I, that right I, now. I agree with you. Um, you know, you did have a few sort of flashes in front of goal, mm-hmm. but that being said, I I don't know if you if you, if you you were to talk about Bobby Wood and Jordan Morris, they're certainly not the most productive strike pairing no, not at in, all. In, in, in our pool. Not at all. But they change games. And isn't that what you want out of a sub? Yes. Isn't that what you want? Why do we, we bring you on? Yeah, exactly. Jordan Morris is absolutely fearless. It, that kid will what run at anyone. Want? Exactly. He takes defenders out of place because he's running at them. He he knows when to when to sort of run at a player. He knows how to drop back and find space. He's big, strong, confident on the ball. But hold on, before yeah. you finish that thought, can yeah. you just briefly mention the year that Jordan Morris is having? This You're kid, a college student, yeah, playing a game. At Stanford, great university. That kid has to go to English class next week. Just think about that. It's June. Probably not. Oh, wait. Probably not. Soon? Uh, No. You know how college works. Don't play that. It's been a while. Oh, then again, Stanford's on quarters. He might actually have English class now. I think about it. Well done. Well done. I'm here for you. But I will say this. You're in college. You're playing against NCAA teams. Oh, but occasionally you'll play Germany. Yeah, yeah. Just on occasion. On occasion, you'll play Go against Schweinsteiger, Kadira. Exactly. Yeah. Podolsky. Good God. Uh, My understanding... Seattle Sounders have tabled a bid for him that has been very good, and he keeps saying he's going to play for Seattle. We'll see if that really happens, but we're going to see it. Anyway, he comes on, but who else comes on? Um, Hawaiian Pele, Bobby Wood. Five days removed. Bobby Wood, the, the patron saint of the entire state of Hawaii? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. 
Seventy fourth minute if you comes ever, on. I think I'm, I might be wrong on this, but if you flip over, you know the, how the quarters have like states. I think it's yeah. just Bobby Wood's face on the back for yeah, Hawaii. Yeah, it's on the quarter. It's I on think the, it's so. on the Hawaii quarter. It's I'm, Bobby Wood. That's what I thought. Okay, I'm just making sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're right. But that play is made. It, it's made in the midfield. It's made in the midfield, but but oh, Bobby earns it. That Jordan Morris dummy to oh, set up goodness. Bobby Wood. That Jordan Morris is 21 years old. Is he? I thought he was only 20. He might be 20 years old. He's a young man. He's in diapers, basically. Really. Amazing dummy. Draws a defender. Bobby Wood spins one touch. Absolutely buries the ball in the in the bottom left corner. He embarrassed yes. the German defense. That poor defender. Oh, my God. That that guy is going to be seeing that sort of terrible buzz cut of Bobby Woods. Oh my and god! Nightmares. He got played by a player on a second division German team who says, "You know what, son? Sit on the bench. Exactly. That's who beat you. Yeah, and he beat him too. Oh. It wasn't a gift. He beat he him. Beat him. We beat Germany, Alex. Kindler. We beat did beat Germany, and in the transitive property of soccer, we're the world champions. We're right the now. world champions. We That's have what it does. the heavyweight we, we belt. We have the heavyweight belt. We are now champions. I mean, I of want the to world. draw the belt. There it is. Paint it. How pleased are you with this European road trip? I mean, it sounds like to me, I can't think of a better week. In There's men's no national team history. There's no way. We didn't, we've never had them back-to-back like this. No, no. We've never no. had top ten, or if I, I can't recall. I'm sure someone I, else I knows better I mean, it would have been ages ago. But back-to-back wins against top away. ten. Away. Away. Away wins against top ten teams. Yes, in Amsterdam and Cologne. You know what I didn't do and I need to? Yeah. I need to look at local press coverage for this. I want to see how the German press took this. I need to see how the Dutch press took this probably better What's, than the australian press took the women's national team oh match boy, they were upset <laughs> they were salted upset. peanuts salted peanuts they called us so as you know the women's world cup has started in canada what may or may not be a real country that's still open uh, it's, for it's open for debate yeah. open for debate mm-hmm. and the u.s fighting freedom ladies played <laughs> australia who are actually known as the matildas i didn't make that one up yeah, they but somehow that. that's worse, even that's though worse. that's what they're actually called. The Fighting Freedom Ladies is what they, the Americans should be called. I agree. We played that game. We started that game looking bad. First half, not great, if I'm honest. I, you should be. We look bad. on defense. We look bad. Not a lot of ideas going forward. In that first half, it seemed that only Megan Rapino and Hope Solo were aware that they were in the World Cup. Yeah, exactly. That's what it looked like. Yes. We, and Hope Solo kept us in that match. Oh, my God. If you we know, had a different goalkeeper, we would have been down uh, 3-1. That Megan Rapino goal still would have happened. Yes, exactly. I still think that would have happened. But we had a weak first half. Yeah, Real it week. wasn't great. Real weak. Some adjustments happened in the second half. Kristen Press was pushed forward. Yes. We were able to come out of there with a win 3-1 against Australia. And that's also with a couple of missed sitters by Abby Wambach. That, I, here's the thing with the United States. The United States can score if the United States can score with with a minimum of attacking buildup because they're frankly stronger and in better shape than every team in, in the in, in the World Cup. Maybe with the exception of France and Germany. Germany's probably yeah. Be a big and problem. so my thing is, you you can't miss those. We got away with one by missing those, but that Megan Rapinoe run. 
for the third goal. She earned everything she, she got. She earned absolutely everything, everything. that it, she got. Give her the game ball. Give her the, give her the whole thing. She, she was working. She was working all over the field. She reminds me. You ever watched the movie, the, the original Bad News Bears? Yes. When she gets like really pumped up, she reminds me of Tanner, that little racist kid. <laughs> She's not a racist. No, I'm not saying that. To my that. knowledge. Look, look. To it's my knowledge. I, I, don't I know. hope not. I was going to have her on the show, but you know. We should have her on the show. She seems entertaining. She does. I will say this. This performance that we had against Australia, good enough to beat Australia. It won't fly against that's France. That's not going to fly no. against France. That's not going to be Germany. That's not going to be Brazil. We need to do better, and we need to do better fast. One, I think Kristen Press should be starting. That isn't only because I have uh, sent several marriage proposals to her. I, I thought really you were do... a Sidney LaRue guy. She got married to Dom Dwyer. I had to move on. That's fair enough. I had to move on. I, I don't want to, you know, there's a sanctity in marriage. I don't want to <laughs> test that. Yeah. Yes, sure. I don't want to tempt her. Mm-hmm. I believe oh, you're afraid that it. she wouldn't be able to, you know. She wouldn't be able to resist. I get it. All right. That's fair it. enough. So I I've moved on. Yeah. She well, my girlfriend came in later in the game as well, Alex Morgan. She doesn't know it yet. She doesn't know it yet. And neither does Dixie, your real girlfriend. I'm glad she's not here right now. But I really we, wish she was. I still, I really I still favor this team to get out of the group. I, I, will they win the group? It's hard to say. They'll get out of the group, but Sweden's going to be better competition for them. And if they perform like this against Sweden, they're going to lose. <sighs> you just hope they can stay in the game early. You really do. Yeah. They got to come out there and realize this is the World Cup. They have to come out there and realize, you know how we have two stars on our, over our badge? We need three. I, I'm going to give you a unpopular opinion right now. Please do. I like the Yellow Sox. I also like the Yellow Sox. It, but so few people do. I know. The Volt. Is that what they're called? Volt? Bolt? I don't know. Volt. I don't know. Yellow. I like the socks. I like them too. They're nice. I like the socks. Yeah. Bold stance. More America. Yeah. We're good at things. Youth team. We're in the U20 World Cup right yes, now. Yes, we are. Indeed. We're playing pretty well. We are. We're playing now, pretty well. Now, not, we're not dominating. We're not dominating, but we're playing pretty well. We are. And here's the thing. You have... Now, if you're an LA Galaxy fan, this game was probably not very kind to you. I have not heard any updates on Bradford Jameson the fourth. Bradford Jameson the fourth got injured real early in this game. It was yeah. like the eleventh minute. It did not look good. Uh, he is tweeting again, so he's alive. <laughs> we Thank do know God. That. And his first tweet was about how he really wanted some tacos, so he's still alive. But uh, and clearly of right mind. Of right mind. Yeah. SoCal didn't leave him. No. But BJ4 went down in Are the those 11th. fish tacos? He didn't specify. I think so. I think you're right. BJ4 went down in like the 11th minute, which is bad news. Yeah. Uh, so he's probably not going to be in the following game. We're getting a little thin up top. Yeah, we are. In this tournament. Yeah, but at the same time, you're starting to see these kids are the real deal. They're the real deal. You know, and, and it's a good team. You, you're only optimistic for what these guys can bring. You know, everyone's on uh, on board the in terms of youth talent. The Gideon Zalalem hot the uh, hype oh, train, yeah. well, and, and a lot of that has to do with the Arsenal connection, of and course. I, and again, he is delivering now. When yeah, he, plays, he is. So, he is. Yeah. Uh, more credit to him. Um, but I'll, I'll say this: getting to the quarterfinals, that's as far as uh, our U twenties have ever gotten in the U twenty mm-hmm. World Cup. Mm-hmm. Um, there was another team that got to the quarterfinals, and that was as far as they got. But had a few names you may know. Josie Altidore was on that team. Yeah. Michael Bradley was on that team. Landon Donovan was on that team. And many more. Yeah. It was, it was a stacked team. The fact that we've gotten this far is good, but I actually do not believe quarterfinals is good enough for 
our youth teams anymore. I would agree with that. I, I think it we're really starting isn't. to see really that the, the soccer generation coming to full bloom right now. And you you have players coming up that in hopefully in a few years in the World Cup cycle you'll start to see show up, you know, in the senior team. Mm-hmm. One the, can only hope. These U twenty players, they're yeah. in functionally their entire life, um, major league soccer's always existed. Yeah, they've always had. That's, a, they've that's always had a domestic statistic. They've always had a domestic team. You know, I'm I'm excited to see what becomes of you know Rubin, Ariola, Emerson Hyman. It, it's, Emerson it's, Hyman, keep an eye on. Yeah, he's been I agree. playing at Fulham for a while now. Yeah, and I don't be surprised if he gets some like decent minutes next season. And then you know what else happened? We beat England. I don't care if you put the U23s in front of that. I don't care. Beating hey, it's always good beating England. You know, I, I put beating England in in a not the same category category but a close category to beating mexico in any scenario it's kind of like when you beat your older brother at something that's what it, that's what beating england's like yeah yes. exactly yes it's like hey you know what i'm good at this too and better than you right now oh man and you, you don't have to say anything you know i'm saying you're just, you just like just move on hmm, yeah you know what that was great just move on good for me good for you good for you good. And then, I, then i just scream 1776 and I walk away <laughs> corn was a p- i have to bleep that later just don't just let it fly. Just let it go? All let right. it fly. Yeah. Let it fly. So U23's third place, not super happy about that. But when we look at the U20 and the U23s, some combination between these two teams, we're going to see an actual Olympic team. Because don't forget Olympic Well, here's the thing with U23s is, too, they didn't have Kyrie Shelton. So, I mean, throw the results away. <laughs> they don't have the best player under the age of 23 in the world. So who cares, right? I want to mock you so much, but there's a kernel of truth there. Shelton wasn't there due to injury. That kid's a stud. Kid's a stud, but when this team had to be called in, he was hurt. Yeah, so and he couldn't be. He there. still is a little bit. And, he, and he's nursing rough around his the edges. sprained MCL, and, he, and he's, he's rough around the edges as well. Yeah, like, he's he not is. A he's a player. raw talent. But I will tell you this: between the U20s and U23, somewhere in here is our Olympic team. Yeah, and Olympic qualifying is coming up. Keep an eye on this. I think that's why it's worth you, Gingers, watching or at least reading up on how the youth team is doing because you're going to have to root for them. I shouldn't say have to. You want to. Uh, in the next, w- I say you have to. Okay, you have to. I'm but you also you. want to. 2016. One can only hope. 2016. Rio, uh, gold medal winning team. Speaking of gold, yeah, it's almost like I set it up. Yeah, I think so. We have in our hands. And by in our hands, I mean on this computer screen in on front of me. On the computer, baby. The preliminary Gold Cup roster. It now, is fascinating. Now, it, it, it's basically a legion of people. It is, in fact, 35 people. 35 people. And this is not what you're going to see. In no, the certainly not. Not even close. Not even but close. But it's a little bit interesting. Now, it's for, those, lot, for the gingers who it's are just getting into international soccer, or soccer in general for that matter, the Gold Cup is sort of like the Euros. And in fact, what it is, is it's the... It really wants to be. I'll it wants to be much. the Euros so, so bad. badly. It wants to be the Copa America. It wants to be anything. Real, real bad. It wants to be uh, the African Cup of Nations. This is a long way to go. It is the It is the conference in which the United States plays. It is the regional championship of North and Central America. And we won this thing. We have several times. Most recently. Benny Failhaber, I remember vividly in 2007, with an absolute galazzo to beat Mexico in 2007. But we've run it recently as well. Yeah, you 2013. Know, we're starting to get to see what the team is going to be going in here. Now, there's some interesting points on this, this roster. Very interesting points. 
I'm not wearing a Run DMB jersey for no reason. I thought it was a fashion choice. No, he's pulling a Michael Jordan coming back from retirement. Back from retirement. DeMarcus Beasley of the Houston Dynamo, which, by the way, he's playing phenomenally well for the Houston Dynamo. He is, and on any player pool that includes a player by the name of Timmy Chandler, you may need help at fullback, if I'm totally honest. And that's why he's there. But what's amazing not, is let's that not, let's not split hairs. That's why he's there. But he is actually he retired, folks. Demarcus Beasley will, if he hasn't already, will very soon turn thirty three years of age, mm-hmm. and he's the probably the third fastest player on this roster. He's so fast, guys. Gingers, turn on any Houston Dynamo game this yes. season. It doesn't matter which one. Just pick one. Watch Run DMB. You'll be, you'll be entertained so by Demarcus Beasley. He's so much faster than everyone else. It's, yeah. it's astonishing. Yeah. I'm excited to see Tim Ream in this team. I'm excited Tim, to see missed, Greg no Garza in this team. I have missed him as well. You know, and you you have a player, like, for instance, Jeff Cameron. Jeff Cameron's missing from this team. It's an injury thing, though. That's You don't you, buy it? He's had his runs with Jurgen in the past. It's tough. Well, well let's look. Let's... Let's look at it from another perspective for yeah. a moment. Yeah. He just re-signed with Stoke, right? Decent deal. He's had injuries on and off all season. They just dropped some money on him. They probably want him to sit down for a little bit. You would it's assume the, so. It's the Gold Cup. It's not, not the World, the Cup, world yeah. Cup. Okay. Jeff Cameron could be one of our overage players for the 2016 Olympic team. Yeah, he probably will be, actually. Okay. So you know you may lose him next summer. Yeah. These aren't FIFA dates. Like, there's, there's a, uh, it's the summer anyway, but like, I could see reasons, reasonable reasons why you'd want to rest him. Alex Hibbler's point is he and Jurgen, not necessarily best friends. Right. What's amazing about this to me is you're starting, I think, hopefully. To see Jurgen Klinsmann really appreciate players who play in MLS. There's 20 MLS players on a 35-man roster. It's unbelievable. You've it got really a lot is. of MLS players. Let's talk about this. Juan Agadello back. Yep. Need to see more out of him. I was not super impressed against Germany. Of course, the entire team was not impressed in the first half, and he only got the first half to play. But he has a skill set that you don't really see much come through the, the yeah. United States. But you remember, know, remember that Mexico game? Yeah. Not that long ago. He looked pretty good. He did. He, he looked he, pretty good. He's so good in tight spaces. I'm excited to see Brad Davis, Perry Kitchen, Graham Zusi back. Jordan Morris in a oh, cup competition. Yeah, baby. In a, I will, I'll call it a real one. Yeah. Uh, this is assuming, of course, he makes the final cuts, which we don't know. But he has that skill set. He, he has, has a skill set that you don't see much in the United States as Can well. Can I admit I was surprised Charlie Davies not on the list? I was surprised. <sighs> you know, and with, there's also, in addition to Charlie Davies, who's had a good season so Teal far Bunbury's for New England. not on this list. He's not either, and neither is Benny Failhaber. Benny Failhaber, who's having a really good season. Those, you wonder if those ships have sailed. Is that... With Charlie, I so want the redemption tour. I really do. Yeah, but do you want it for football reasons or for dramatic reasons? Both. Okay. But I'm looking at this roster. Who do you drop? And put Charlie. Uh, that's Davies exactly on. my point. Who do you drop and put? Well, I could drop somebody for Benny, but, but like, who do you drop to put yeah, Charlie Davies? You could in? drop a midfielder to bring Benny in. I mean, yeah. Alfredo Morales. But, but you know, I, whatever. I mean, I, I'm looking at these forwards, and I know you had some thoughts about Alan Gordon 
And Alan Gordon, uh, I, I don't know if he's actually going to make the final numbers here. But if he does, he's that guy. You'll play him just like the Galaxy do. You yeah. bring him in after the 60th. When the you're 65th. behind. Exactly, yeah. Because for some reason, he finds goals. I don't get it. Good for you, Alan Gordon, for getting uh, your, the cap for the Gold Cup as well. He, that guy, he, he wants to talk about a guy with a specific skill set. Oh, very specific. <laughs> He only does I'm going to come in and be physical thing. and score in the 91st minute. He only does one thing. This defense I like, especially with DMB in it. Yeah, All me right, too. This midfield I like. Obviously, Kyle's going to make it. Alejandro Bedoya is going to make it. Michael Bradley's going to make it unless he gets injured. But I think it's good. Zardes being a midfielder, I've got questions about. Lee Wynn has to make this. He has to make this Gold Cup. You hope so. I, I need Lee Wynn to make this Gold but Cup. But if Kyle Beckerman play, keeps playing like this, well, where, yeah, does, he you, where does he fit in? I mean, in? you where have you have Michael Bradley ball. almost a lock, uh, a lock. Let's be honest. Michael Bradley plays unless he's hurt. You have Kyle Beckerman, probably a lock at this point. You you know Mix Discarude. You I mean, excuse me. You know uh, Jurgen Klinsmann loves Mix Discarude. Loves him. He'll play Mix. How Even many, if Mix is playing poorly, yeah, he'll play Mix. You know he also loves Fabian Johnson. So you you wonder. Where does Lee Wynn go? Where does Lee Wynn fit into this? I get it, but he is such his He's skill. He's such a talent. He's such a talent. His skill is tremendous. And if you're going to play Juan Agadello out there, if you're going to take him, can you imagine? Like, he can just feed Juan that's all day. That's a good point, yeah. That's feed a great Juan point. all day. I actually like the Gold Cup preliminary roster. I do, too. I had this conversation again with Rick earlier today yeah. about Jurgen Klinsmann as a coach. I was looking at his stats. His stats are actually phenomenal for a U.S. coach, just what he's won and, and, and what his win percentage is, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. And I, I compared him to uh, Chip Kelly, who used to coach Oregon, is now the Philadelphia Eagles coach. Oh, interesting comparison. Where he'll make these personnel decisions that are bewildering. Yeah. And then they go out and score 70 points. Somehow. Yeah, exactly. Somehow. Like, you're making these choices. People are starting to like, who is this scrub that we're playing? They fit why did in we the get, system. Why did we get rid of so-and-so who's yeah. great? And then they go out there and they beat Germany. They Remember that fit. time the Philadelphia Eagles beat Germany? Yeah, <laughs> but, but, I love but that game. I, I compare it because they also, the coaches, like, they won't truly explain why they're doing what they're doing. They, like, talk around it. Nor should they have to, to be totally to, honest with you. Because you're giving it up to your opponents. Exactly. But, they never talk about it. They always have like weird training methods. The whole thing. Very similar, very similar coaches. Yeah. Let's go around the league, Jeff. Go in Are around you ready? the league. Ba 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 bum. That was um Going around the League. Uh, see now I liked And now it's a samba. Uh Saturday night, New York City at home against Montreal Impact in the Yankee Stadium. Play baseball there. I have Never seen a mm. baseball game played in Yankee Stadium. But, what? But I have seen maybe like seven or eight. I must say you've games. seen almost all of them. I've seen a lot of soccer games played in Yankee Stadium. I've never seen them play baseball there. <sighs> so to me, it's this really weird soccer stadium that makes Just no terribly designed soccer like, stadium. It's this place that has really comfortable seats and a great concession selection. It's one of the best in MLS. I sit right in front of the beers of the world stand. It's if they really do have variety in Yankee Stadium. Yeah, so baby. this game, I'm having tough to predict, uh, tough time predicting. But I'm actually going to give it a two-one home win for the New York City FC. Incoming homer pick. I'm also taking two-one at home two in one. New York City FC. Two-one. Uh, later on that evening, New England at home against the Chicago Fire. That's New at 7.30 p.m. on CSN Chicago and YTP38. Mike McGee may get full minutes in this game. He had, like, mop-up minutes in the last one. Good for Mike. Love that guy. Me but too. He's he hilarious. Has, and he hasn't played for so long. Um, 
I have to give it to New England. New England at home. I'm giving New England. I'm giving, I'm doing two nil. Will the real Chicago Fire please stand up? That was an Eminem reference, everyone. I'm I hope you old. enjoyed it. I I also well. You uh, found the game. That's going to be my tough pick. I think I'm going to take one one. Actually, New England. Chicago. I'm doing two nil New England. Okay, interesting. Oh, 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 Jeff, you're gonna enjoy this. I am. Columbus Crew, 7:30 p.m. at home at Mapfire. I think that's how that's pronounced. Stadium. I love calling it that. Against the L.A. Galaxy. Minus. Wait, Bradford Jameson will be. Oh, he's hurt. He's hurt. It won't matter. Mm. He's hurt. Mm. Justice artist should be back. Yeah, he should be back. He should be back. What do you think, Jeff? Which bandwagon are you going to ride? And they say you should never ask a parent to choose between their children. <laughs> Screw that. I know and which they, kid's they, the best. They do say that. But the best child is the Los Angeles Galaxy. 2-1 over hashtag new crew. And away win for the champions, your Los Angeles Galaxy. You're not going to like this, Jeff. I don't like your face. You're not going to like my pick either. Columbus 3. What? Get out. Get out of your own house. LA Galaxy 2. High scoring affair. Five goals. Yeah, baby. Wow. Mapfire. You know, it gets crazy Map in fire there. gets hot. Seattle at home. I really want people to call it Mapfire. Seattle at home on the Saturday night cap against FC Dallas. That's going to be a great game. Joe TV, be... TXA 21. <laughs> Gotta tune in to TXA 21. I love that channel. The pride of Dallas. Yeah, baby. CenturyLink Field. Yeah. Clint Dempsey, congratulations by the way, Clint Dempsey, yes. newborn baby boy, yeah, child number seventy-five. Yeah, Clint Dempsey, he's, Isn't he's that like his fourth or fifth child. He's fertile. It's his fourth. Good for him. Yeah, I say that as if I'm not from a family that has four children. Fair in enough. It. I really shouldn't talk about that. Well, not that I'm. You know what? There's too many of us. Seattle, Dallas. This is a good match, Gingers. If you have MLS Live, tune in, or if you happen to live, you in know what I want to say. I know what you're going to say, but I'm. I, I'm I'm going to take Seattle 2, Dallas 1. I'm going to take Seattle 1, Dallas 2. You're going to take a Dallas away win in CenturyLink Field? I am, yes. The man is a menace. I am a menace to society. And on Sunday night, Fox Sports 1, Orlando at home against DC United. That's a good match. It is a good match. That's a good match. At this Orlando's point, starting Gingers, to score too. Let's let's keep that in mind. At this point, Gingers, you know I'm going to talk about how this is in the Citrus Bowl, and there will be thirty five thousand people there. Something crazy. Yeah, yeah. It'll be thirty, but still, like that's insane. That's an insane sh- um, showing. That what a great home field advantage they have. They really do. But but it's still DC. It is DC. For they've had a few stumbles. But DC still looks pretty solid this year. Well, and right now they're far and away the best form of any team in the East. No questions, no questions, and they're doing it so quietly. No one's talking about DC. No one's talking about DC. DC just finally got some uh, weird paperwork done with the city of the District of Columbia. Well, because yeah, there's that, that swoop in to go to Virginia. It's kind of weird. Virginia showed yeah. up right at the end to try to get yeah. them to go to Virginia, but yeah. D.C. signed the paperwork. There's all this news about D.C., but no one talks about D.C. because I guess it's the city everyone forgot, in spite of it being the capital of the United States. But, folks, our one supporter in Orlando won't like me. I'm taking D.C. 2, Orlando 1. Sorry, Garrett. D.C. 2, Orlando 0. You're giving D- Oh, wow. You'll get nothing and like it, Orlando. 
Now we both know what happens, Orlando 5. <laughs> DC none. <laughs> Almost positive. Almost positive how that happened. Ways, Do we, hold on, wait, wait, wait. wait. Do we have any Wednesday games? I don't know. Let me look. Take a peek. Take a peek. Oh, my we Lord. We have there. Tuesday games. Uh, you, were you know out what this here. is, right? Oh, my goodness. The Gingers. U.S. Gingers. Open Cup Gingers, is starting. Hold on. Gingers. Everyone needs to slow down. I'm retroactively calling this the U.S. Open Cup special. <laughs> We you ready for this? Poorly planned. We poorly we did. planned. We've been talking US for a long time. Open Cup. MLS teams are involved. It's been happening for a while now, but MLS teams are now getting involved. I'm Tuesday. just going to have to go through this really fast, okay? Oh, boy. Here we Tuesday, go. Tuesday, Philadelphia home against the Rochester Rhinos. New York Red Bulls at home against the Atlanta Silverbacks. Sporting Kansas City at home against St. Louis FC. Chicago at home against Louisville City. FC Dallas at home against OKC Energy. Colorado at home against the Colorado Springs Switchbacks. And here's the interesting ones, folks. RSL at home against Seattle Sounders 2. If they lose that. I know. Oh, my goodness. Here's a good one. San Jose at home against Sacramento Republic FC. Local derby, baby. Local. Ugh. And as an open cup game. I can't believe I'm saying this. As an open cup game. Seattle Sounders at home against the Portland Timbers. Wow. The Portland Timbers. Wow. And then Wednesday. Wednesday continues, Keeps Gingers. rolling. Richmond Kickers host the Columbus Crew. Interesting. Pittsburgh plays at home against D.C. United. I'm going to skip this one and no, come no, back no. to okay, it. Okay, fine. Charleston Battery at home against Orlando City. That's a replay of the Carolina Challenge Cup. Taking you opener. back to yeah, the baby. preseason. New England at home against the Charlotte Independents. Gotta take New England. Houston at home against the Austin Aztecs. An ambitious club, by and the way. And LA at home against PSA Elite. I've got to take LA. If LA can't win that, for goodness sake. But. What's that game you want to talk about? New York Cosmos playing host, not in New York City, against New York City FC. I'm driving to Hofstra for this Are match. you serious? Yeah, I have tickets. You're driving I'm out to with Hof- the third rail, yeah. Are you kidding me? No. I that out, is not near here. I get out of work early. That is not at 3 30. It'll take me about six hours to get there. It's not nearby. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be great. New York City's gonna win. No, they're not. I think they are. The you New York the- Cosmos played the New York Red Bulls in a similar match last season, and they beat the Red Bulls. Here's the difference. The, the Red, Red Bulls, Bulls that was a team that won the supporter shield. And that was a team that thought they could contend last year as well in the league and didn't give a crap about the US Open Cup. If you're New York City FC, you know you got to make some headway right about now. Win whatever competitions are in front of you. I fully expect to see a first team against the New York Cosmos. You're going to see David Villa. You're going to see Mixed Discord. We need to restructure here because we should be picking these games. We can't do that. I know. We don't have the time. I don't know anything but, about but the Charleston Barry. But I will say this. I will, I will say Bennett. this. The thing I love about the Open Cup is for MLS teams, it's like, oh, we got this additional date. For these lower division teams, this is the biggest game of the year. They're playing. They're this playing. This is the biggest game of the year. They're playing. If you're the New York Cosmos beating New York City FC, worth it. Oh, 100%. it's worth throwing everything at them. Yeah. If you're any of these lower division teams, any of them, I don't care who you are, it is worth giving it everything you got. This is your championship game. Because if you beat these teams. Now you're really going someplace. Yeah. Watch these games if you can, Gingers. Ways that you can get in touch with us. At Straight Red Pod on Twitter, that's us. At Jeff is Famous on Twitter, that's Jeff. At Alex S. Kibler on Twitter, that's me. The S stands for 
seriously long commute to Hofstra. That was horrible. I think it was pretty bad. It was and horrible. I'll work on it. StraightRed at iCloud.com. That's our email. You can find us on Facebook, Straight Red. And you can also find us on Instagram, Straight Red Podcast. But we don't put anything there, so who cares? I send you photos sometimes. I don't post them. I Jeff, know, but I send them to you. Jeff, it's now time for Quiet Time with Jeff. Everyone's favorite segment, really. Jeff, what do you got for the gingers out there tonight? Alex Kibler mm. earlier mocked proctology as a science <laughs> in a field. And I want you to know, genders who happen to be proctologists, I support your butt doctoring. <laughs> Jeff Ross, <laughs> pro butt doctor. So please go forth and suck. <laughs> You're welcome. It doesn't feel like a day over the 14th. But it doesn't, <laughs> but we are in year 15 yeah. of the Willennium. Yeah, certainly. I do that. Well, not every year. Been doing it for a couple of years. Every new year, I mention what year it is in the millennium. I mean, it's pertinent. Well, may it last a thousand years. Our overlord, Will Smith. <laughs> I, for one, welcome our new Will Smith overlord. Hey, at least you know he's charming. I guess. Yeah, yeah. Fight aliens. Handsome guy. That. His son is an idiot. Jaden Smith. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I there's mean, like it can't be there are like greatest hits of his terrible tweets on the internet. I think he stopped tweeting. Yeah, I think he probably should have. 